Hello and welcome to the Wicked Things Podcast. The story you are about to listen to is called Statler House Book 1 Anna. After a near-death experience changes a young orphan child's life forever, the benevolent Dr. Statler uses his bleeding-edge therapy to help her and other children at his group home return to a life of normalcy. This short story brings to life the challenges faced by trying to help one small group of children survive their common pasts. Rodney, nearly froze to death but watched as his sister was taken. Julie, almost successful in her final attempt to end her life but was plucked from the moment of death. Tyler, a teen substance abuser was saved by emergency room doctors after overdosing. Anna, a young orphan who narrowly survived her brush with death due to a house fire. John, felt the jaws of his uncle's feral dogs around his throat but was saved from death by paramedics. Emily, the only child who has never had a brush with death. What do all of the residents of the Stadler Group Home truly have in common? The answer will shock and terrify you. Maggie sits, rocking on her bed with a flashlight in her hands with terror on her face. She quickly moves the light around the room. She jumps at a sudden crash and boom of lightning and thunder outside of the group home. Hurry, Stephen. Maggie notices a shadow move along the wall and quickly points her flashlight in its direction only to reveal nothing. She exhales in relief. Just the storm. The bedroom door clicks and slowly unlocks. Maggie watches in horror as the door slowly swings open and asks, Stephen? Maggie's courage becomes shaken by the door reveal of Anna standing in the hallway just outside. Anna seems to glide slowly into the room as if carried along by slow-moving air. Are you okay, Maggie? Maggie watches Anna cross the room to the foot of the master bed. Anna rounds the foot of the bed towards Maggie. Did it hurt? Maggie pauses, feeling a sudden stabbing pain in her abdomen. Maggie moves off of the bed and grabs her stomach. Maggie stares in shock as she notices Anna enters, leaving a bloody footprint with each step. Maggie groans in pain. Did what hurt? Anna asks emotionless. When they cut her from you. Maggie watches, unable to defend herself. What? What are you talking about? Maggie falls to the floor, double over in pain. Her? Who? Anna glares at Maggie, raising a single clenched fist and gestures at Maggie. The same doctor that saved you murdered your child. Maggie writhes away in agony and pain as sensations of ripping and tearing come from her abdomen. No, they said the baby was dead. Maggie pulls a single hand away from her stomach as the pain intensifies. She stops when she sees blood covering her palm and her eyes widen in terror. What the hell is happening? Anna's small mouth slowly twists into a sinister grin. Your daughter misses her mommy. Maggie slowly pushes herself up from the floor to her feet. A massive torrent of blood splashes to the ground from beneath Maggie's nightshirt. P please, g go get Dr. Stadler. I think something is, is wrong. Anna twists her small fist into the air. Both of you were ours. Maggie quickly turns pale, following more blood hemorrhaging from her body. The hot red liquid pools on the floor beneath her. Maggie tumbles to the floor, writhing in pain, but still attempts to crawl away from Anna. Anna strolls behind Maggie. You should never separate mother and child. That is a sacred bond. Maggie reaches the open door, only to have the heavy wooden door slip from her weak grasp and close. How? Why are you doing this? 
bored. Now die. Anna looks at the closet, then looks to Maggie. A long, shadowy tendril surges across the floor from the closet. The tendril tears into Maggie, penetrating her beneath the nightshirt. Maggie screams with all her might, Stephen, help me! Maggie stops her scream as blood erupts from her mouth. The shadow tendril rips a large chunk of flesh away from Maggie's insides, dragging it from beneath her nightshirt. The tendril drags the flesh across the room to Anna's side. From the shadows next to Anna forms a dog-like shadow creature that immediately moves to the lump of quivering flesh and consumes it. Anna pats the shadow dog on the head, encouraging it to continue. Two more shadow tendrils lance from the darkness to Maggie, seizing her legs and forcing them unnaturally wide apart. The sound of her hips ripping out of the sockets fills the room. Maggie's body unleashes a violent torrent of blood and meat from beneath her nightshirt. Maggie clenches her lower abdomen and screams, Stop! Anna glares at her and twists her fist again. I said die. The color leaves Maggie's face and her body goes limp. Additional shadow tendrils lash out, ripping deeper into her flesh, each tendril extracting a lump of quivering jelly-like flesh, dragging it back to the shadow dog. More shadow dogs enter the room through the closet and fight over her scraps. Maggie's flesh loses the last of its strength. She can feel the black emptiness of death claiming her. A sensation of falling backwards fills her senses. She watches the inescapable movie playing out in front of her. She is forced to witness the tendrils continue to rip her apart piece by bloody piece, followed by each chunk's consumption by the hellish hounds. Take her already. Anna smirks as countless shadow tendrils surge out of the master bedroom closet. They seize Maggie's lifeless meaty remains. Then in a swift motion, tendrils yank Maggie's body into the closet, followed by the pack of hellhounds. A thick, sticky red path would be all that remains to tell of Maggie's end. The door to the game room bursts open, followed by an enraged Dr. Stadler storming into the area. Rodney! John Tyler, who made the mess in the kitchen and did not clean it up? Dr. Stadler quickly scans the room and sees no one. He shakes his head and moves to the end of the couch. He stops walking as he hears a wet, crunching sound. He turns cautiously to the darkened corner, emitting the grotesque and sickening noises. He feels compelled to approach the darkness and does. What the fuck? Dr. Stadler gasps, discovering a shadow-like dog creature chewing on John's remains. Horrified, he slowly backs away. John! The creature raises its head to examine Dr. Stadler. It huffs, and then returns its full attention back to its meal. Bones crack and break with each bite of John's torso. Dr. Stadler turns to flee, but trips over Tyler's torn corpse. Tyler? The shadow dog turns to the doctor, releases a low guttural growl. It stops eating John, crossing the floor. It places a heavy paw atop Tyler's body, burying its sh jagged shark-like rows of teeth. The smell of sulfur fills the room, entering from some deep hellish nightmare from beyond its maw. Dr. Stadler bursts into the kitchen through the back door, slamming it closed behind himself. He locks the door. The fuck was that? He searches his thoughts for a rational answer to see what he has witnessed. He stops to catch his breath. 
but his recent memories assault his mind with images of John and Tyler's broken and torn bodies. Dr. Sadler jumps with fright when he hears Rodney's muffled voice coming from the refrigerator. He bounds to the refrigerator and snatches open the old appliance door. Rodney! Dr. Stadler kneels next to the young man, checking his pulse. Oh, thank God! Rodney coughs and gasps for air. Anna? Dr. Stadler tries to comfort the team. Have you seen her? She's not in bed. Yeah, she's the one that locked me in the refrigerator, Rodney says. Dr. Stadler tries to remind the teen. She's just a little girl. Rodney shakes his head defiantly. No, she's not. Dr. Stadler looks confused by his expression. Rodney taps the side of his temple, shame filling his expression. She got into my head, Doc. She made me see the accident all over again. Rodney lowers his head, wiping snort from his upper lip. I watched them all die. All over again. She told me it was my fault. Dr. Stadler assaults the young man with news of his discovery. We need to find her. Something in the house had killed Tyler and John. Rodney gasps. What? How? Dr. Stadler gestures to the game room door. He grabs Rodney by the shoulders. We need to get everyone we can and get out of here. Right now! They jump to their feet, startled by something slamming hard against the inside of the game room door. The sound of something clawing and digging against the door sends them fleeing from the kitchen. Dr. Stadler reaches the staircase first turning to face Rodney. Both men's faces are full of fear and terror. Dr. Sadler tells the terrified teen, Meet me outside. I have to go get Maggie and Emily out of the house. Rodney shakes his head at the words. If you run into Anna, I'll get her out too, Dr. Sadler says, starting his ascent of the staircase. Rodney interrupts. No, promise me if you see Anna, you will run. Dr. Stadler lowers his head, continuing up the staircase. Okay? The sound of the door splintering echoes from the kitchen. Rodney does not give the evil a second to reveal itself to him. In a flash, he sprints through the house and out the front door. Rodney stops once on the lawn, far from the front of the house. He looks back to the group home and spots Anna glaring at him from the master bedroom window. Chills run down his spine as the demonic true form of the creature dwelling in the girl reveals itself in a brilliant flash of white-hot lightning. Doc! Be careful! She's in your room! Rodney screams his warning, refusing to re-enter the group home. He stops yelling, hearing the sounds of low, guttural growls surrounding him from beyond the reach of the porch light's golden reach. He leaps from the lawn and sprints down the well-lit pathway away from the group home. This has been the Wicked Things Podcast presentation of Stadler House Book 1 Anna. Thank you for listening. And come back real soon.